0: This episode is brought to you by Updater, the app that gets residents move in ready faster. Did you know that residents who are happy at their move in experience are 59% more likely to renew their lease? Move ins matter. So get them right with Updater. Visit go.updater.com forward slash Mike to learn more and receive a special gift when you book a demo. All right, welcome to another collective conversation. I'm your host, Mike Brewer, and I'm joined today by a fantastic Virginia Love industry industry principal at Intrada. Virginia, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. I've been looking forward to this for weeks. Now, I I
0: have to ask, I have to ask, there is a Braves game on right now, and I am a Cubs fan, die hard forever Cubs fan. It's from
1: someone who didn't really know what baseball was a few days ago, but I'm going to let you have your Cubs fan today. Die hard Cubs fan.
0: Absolutely. I mean, seriously, I've watched every game dating back to the early 1900s. Um, yeah. I, don't know, so. I
1: actually turned it off for this because this is important. Um, and okay. I signed to my phone so I will not be getting any score notifications. But a day game on a Friday is a holy, holy thing.
0: Don't you worry. I'll be keeping track for us.
1: <laughs> yeah. When you start screaming and celebrating and I start crying, everybody will know what's happening.
0: That's exactly right. All right. And we'll highlight that on the show as if we've not already done that already. All right. Well, let's,
1: uh, let's dive right
0: in, Virginia. I, uh, I really appreciate you investing a little bit of time with us. I, I've i seen your name around for years and years and years. And until this past Wednesday, I'd, we'd not really met and we still haven't really met in person. But uh, I just really appreciate you taking the time to spend no with problem. us.
1: We're, thank you for spending time with us as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so I, I'm always interested in opening up a little bit and kind of unpack your journey for us in brief. You worked in the industry and now you serve in the vendor space and just kind of, you know, reader's digest version of that little journey to where you are today.
1: Oh, sure. So I, like a lot of folks in the industry, got into it just per chance, right? Like I didn't go to college to become Uh, To get into property management. I um, graduated from the University of Southern Mississippi. I moved to Atlanta after a couple of years to see a friend of mine who's also in the industry, interestingly enough. He jumped in before I did. And um, while we were out looking for an apartment, we ran across a manager from Tremel Crow who just was the most fun. He was kind of sarcastic and he didn't take things too seriously. And we just sort of connected with him. Um, five months later, six months later, I was just doing all kind of different jobs in Atlanta because um, I have a theater background. So you just kind of do all different kind of jobs, right? He's mm-hmm. um, like, "You all to, to come lease apartments." Well, you'll remember a lot of people remember back in the day when you picked out an apartment, you found it in the newspaper, or somebody told you about it, you met, met a super, and you know this was no like golf cart Otis Butteyer cookie. <laughs> situation. I didn't know what we were doing. I was like, this is wild. It's like being on a ride at Disney, right? And so he asked us both. He said, y'all ought to apply. So we did. Greg, my friend Greg Toomey, went before I did. I followed him about 90 days later, and we both started off as leasing people at um, Trummel Crow Residential Services. And long story short, I was good at leasing apartments. I'm still good at leasing apartments. And I worked my way up through um, the site level to... Corporate support, um, training, marketing, operations, and left uh, twelve great years at Waterton to join Entrada four years ago, and that was in June as industry principal. So it was an interesting move, right, going from the the operator space to the supplier space. Um, and I think a lot of people, I mean, they told me they were surprised, and then there's another group of people are like, this look, this made complete sense. But I just wanted to do something different. I wanted to. Parlay what I knew and and use it in a different way. So, mm-hmm. you know, and on the operator side, you start thinking you go bigger. You go from twenty thousand units to forty to eighty to one hundred and twenty. That's Bigger right. teams, right? More owners, bigger brands, more more layers of brands. And I'd gotten to the point where like I don't want that's not the growth I want. I wanted a different type of growth, and I wanted to exercise my um, mind a little bit. I'll, uh, all I really wanted was to be utilized and valued wherever I went, and mm. I, I hit that out of the park at Entrada.
0: I I love that. I want to come back and unpack that story a little bit more in just a second, but it. So we won't we won't name years, but you've been in the industry for Ever, know, a, little, a little bit
1: forever, yeah,
0: some, some little bit of time, maybe yeah. forever. <laughs> so you've seen a lot of change. What has been like in in your head? the the most impactful change in our industry over that long bit of time that you've been in?
1: I'll say I I have, I mean, I've always been a huge fan of the site team when I was on the site team after in support roles, getting to Entrada. And after, I mean, I've been doing this 33 years. It'll be 33 years in October. I have to say that, as horrible as COVID was, I had a significant loss. A lot of people had a lot of losses. Mm-hmm. The, the attention the site team got in that situation as essential workers, they always have been. That was not anything new. Right. Um, and I've said this a thousand times, but I really do credit uh, the pandemic with taking a look at uh, folks in these beautiful corporate offices that were working from home in their yoga pants with their dogs at their feet, drinking coffee on their sofa. And then we're asking people who are driving income for the company to come in and wipe down fitness equipment and try to figure out how to (laughs) lease apartments from six feet away. And um, to me, that was the blessing of the whole situation. And I love nothing more than now you go to conferences or uh, like you know n a a or there's a lot of articles written about how um this new attention to the site are we making decisions based on what's right for the site, not what's right for even the customer mm-hmm. or the accounting department or the owner, what is going to drive performance with the people that are driving performance and i'll you know the trends everything comes and goes in this business I mean remember you know you'll probably remember too and you know when mold was a trend bed bugs were a trend self-dotted tour centralization all these things that become mainstays every single one of them only works if the people are right so i'm a am a I, as again as as horrible and as weird as it was and it still looked, we all look back on it and think it still feels really weird that alone um, really did our, our folks on the site level, uh, a, a, a solid, I mean, it gave them the attention they deserve.
0: I, I so believe that to be true. And, and everything that's happened on the heels of that, as it relates to wage inflation, I know for the yeah. longest bit of time, there's, I mean, I, I can argue that from both perspectives in the, mm-hmm. in the seat that I sit, but, uh, it's, I think for a long bit of time, people were not really recognized in the ways that they needed to be recognized. And you're right. It, it was a, it's a terrible situation, but it did yield a lot of positive things on the, on the backside.
1: Did, and we feel like in intro we feel like it pushed technology forward five to seven years, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had, I was working with clients and just colleagues in the industry. You know, the beautiful thing about my job is I'm to be a resource for whoever needs me and uh, folks will never do self-guided tours. It's all about our people. No one can lease it but us. And then two weeks in the pandemic, they're like, how do we do a self-guided tour? I mean, they were like, who yeah. cares? You know, we'll just, we got to do, do something. So it did move that forward. And, and there were two types of customers out there. They're the ones that were putting their feet on the gas and saying, let's, let's find this out. Let's figure it out. Let's mo- keep moving forward. And then there were the group that were like, well, they said it's only going to be two weeks. Ha, ha ha. We'll just sit back and wait till things are back to quote unquote normal. Um, but everybody has jumped on, it seems, move forward um with technology, whether it's the technology products that are being offered or those that are using it.
0: Yeah, I believe I believe that to be true. I I wanna step back for one second. You you spent a number of years in leasing and marketing, a mm-hmm. VP for Waterton, and I, I imagine you had several roles you played yeah. at, at Waterton. How has that sort of skipping forward to what you're doing today, how was that time there um informative? as it relates to what you do today. How important oh, was it to, for you to spend that time before you got to where you are today?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, what When I first started at Entrada, I, I flew into Utah. It was a secret that I was starting because it was before NNA, NAA and they wanted to make this big announcement. And I was down for the new hire training, which I was there, there for about an hour and a half. And then I get up text from Chase Harrington, the president, my boss, that says, I need you to come upstairs and step into a meeting for me. I was like, okay, what, you know, what am I doing? He's like, they'll, they'll tell you. And I walk in and it's me and a bunch of engineers, right? Like, I don't, I don't know how the sausage is made. I don't know, but I can tell you what I wanted to do. And they said, they had a problem. And their problem was, is they, we have all these multitude of customers that are doing the same thing different ways. And this one was about a rentable item. And they're like, well, we made this change in the system and these clients love it and these clients hate it and we can't figure out why. And a little known fact, if you are a supplier and you admit that you don't know why, sometimes the operators kind of come at you like, well, you don't know the industry, right? So we, we try mm. to avoid that at all cost. I sit down with them and they tell me about it and then they show it to me. And I was like, oh, okay, I can tell you why. Well, is that this property, the washing machine and dryer is included in the rent and they just want to be able to track it separately. And then this mm. one it's not included in the rent. They have a, they can select it if they don't want it. They can they move the washers and dryers around. They stood up and applauded me. So <laughs> I got back to Chase's office. He's on the phone. He's like, hold on one second, best hire ever. And like, but that's that was it. Like That was that was what I offered is that I could get to the get faster, right? I can say, this is what they're experiencing. Or y'all don't don't do that right now. This is what's going on in the space. Um, We at Entrada we take rent week very seriously. Does it always come come across perfectly? No. I mean, we have you know there's products and there's releases and there's you know internet and there's all these things bigger than all of us. But we know that that is, you know, one of the most important things of the job, if not the most important part of the job is getting money in the bank. But so I can be the voice of reason about, you know, sharing what it's like to be on site. Um, I'll sit down with the product <laughs> folks and they'll say, well, all the all the leasing team has to do is X, Y, Z, and then pull this lever, jump around on one <laughs> foot backwards. And then be, i was like, it's already dead. We haven't introduced it and it's dead in the water. They don't have time for that, right? So I'm able to bring that experience to the forefront and um, kind of paint a picture of just, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down a lot of times, or, you know, you're, you're going in the right direction, but think about it this way. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not the only industry person that we have at Entrada, but I am the only um, industry principal that that's my sole responsibility.
0: I got you. I got you. Yeah. I, I want it. So the next question I want to ask you sort of, goes back to the last uh, answer that you gave as it relates to technology and and how it was sort of accelerated in pace during COVID. Um, Entrada is certainly known as a a very innovative uh, company as it relates to property management systems. And and how do you see the technology that Entrada has developed and is developing and how that is impacting our industry now and go forward?
1: So I, that's a good question. I, you know, I was a customer for eight and a half years. And from the get-go, it looked different. It felt different. The interaction with them were, was different. Um, it was all different. And I don't think that, you know, we're not real keen in this business of um, of change. I mean, you know, change on your own terms is really hard when you decide you want to change. But, um, you know, we're really, while our... Businesses, apartments, and people—we really are playing a game of Monopoly, right? This is a money, money game, right? Okay. So the uh, <laughs> what what I noticed when it gets to like started looking at technology is how it has to be layered, and that um, the I tell our sales folks all the time is like people don't they don't cancel products because they don't work. A lot of times they cancel products because they don't utilize them. That's um, right. You know, and so, so many things that we put on the back to the site team, so many things that we put on the site teams um, kind of sets things up for failure. And uh, for me, when I look at the solutions that we're doing, we just had our first acquisition on the same week of our 20th anniversary. We purchased Rent Dynamics, a incredible team of folks from Logan, Utah, and they have this remarkable, or we have this remarkable product called uh, Rent Plus that, you know, provides rent reporting and financial resources that help promote economic inclusion. So folks um, can, their rent credit, their rent history is reported back so they can build their credit and improve their lives. Um, if you would have told me there was going to be anything like that in the tech space 10 years ago, I'd be like, no, you know, you don't pay, you go into collections. You know, it just, yeah. we've gotten, there's what technology has been able to do not only to, you know, nurture leads and um, engage residents, but also like, you know, rent plus is definitely an ESG move, right? This is something that helps answer the needs for millions and millions of folks. Um, The other part of that that I think is fascinating about what we do is that in Toronto, we have about 900,000 student renters and we are engrossed. (sighs) In that demographic, engrossed. I mean, and for all the courses and sessions that we have gone through all the years about how terrible it was to manage millennials or you know the millennial customer, they were all negative. If you remember, everything was. Just- I do. Don't you remember? Yeah. I do. This generation is so different, and the ESG, DEI, uh, anything that has to do with the environment, the building of community. Uh, fellow human beings, uh, they, they're they 100% for. They're, they're a lot more sympathetic, empathetic. Um, and we know that as those folks go from being a student renter to a conventional renter, those behaviors aren't going to change. Their expectation is, I say all the time, that you're competing against your customer's last best experience. And if their best experience was at Target or Starbucks or Neiman Marcus, They're going to walk into the apartment community and go, I expect the same thing that I just got at Starbucks here. They're not saying, well, it's apartments. That's okay that they're kind of rude. and Nobody looked at me when I walked in the door. That's fine. They can do that, but I would never allow that at the Marriott Hotel. So this generation is carrying that philosophy on their back with everything that they do. So we're trying to not only build technology that is going to help our customer and help our customer get to their customer the resident but also things that resonate with with the consumer um because we want them we want we want to make everything super sticky for our customers so they can hold on to that to that resident um for as long as possible
0: yeah that that all of that resonates with me and i I think it's a 100 true and and it I'm interested to know, I want to take a little bit of a left turn here, the culture. You said something uh, that Entrada was different in lots of different respects. The thing that sticks out most to me is completely unrelated to the technology. (laughs) It is the culture at that company. Yeah. And can you talk about that a little bit? Just sort of off the cuff, the culture, all the fun things that they sure. do.
1: That was why it looked different, right? And I think Entrada mm-hmm. played a card that we had not seen in the industry before um, of en- engrossing the customer in the culture. Um, that back when I was a customer of Entrada, I felt as much a part of their brand. As the people that work there, and I was um, involved in their brand, and I was ingrained and in, invested in their brand, and um, you know we have we have since we have several new people in our leadership. We've had we have an investor for the first time in 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 the history of the company, which is fascinating. Um, but they all saw what, what I saw and other customers and other associates saw that this did not, it just didn't look the same. It didn't feel the same. And I remember, um, I was, um, I think it was Optech and I think we were in Las Vegas and a good friend of mine, Josh McDonald, who now works for CBRE, who's a broker. He, at the time he was working for Holland. He was working, um, out on the West coast up in Washington state and they were, at Optech, they had this little thing where you sat at a table and suppliers bid to spend some time with you, you know that kind of stuff. And you sit down and have this little chitter chat chat thing. You remember all that, it's like speed dating or get, whatever we called it. Yeah. And I did not get the time with Entrada because I was already a customer. They had already had their fun and and figured out Virginia and my former boss Greg Loznak. They figured we had our exchange that got us interested. But I sat next to, to Josh and saw his exchange. Like, like you know, kind of peering in and watching somebody else make a discovery. And while all these other folks were walking up to the table talking about point solutions and SaaS and impact and the bottom line and da, da 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 they walked up and were like, hey, we want to, you know, well, let's just play a game. We're going to play a game with you. Um, and the game that they wanted to play was uh, paper football. You know, oh. where you <laughs> And you do the thing on the little table. And so yeah. they're doing the thumb back and forth <laughs> playing paper football. And they're like, okay, listen, if we win, you have to give us your Facebook, Facebook heavy days. You have to give us your Facebook ac- um, uh, access for a week. Oh. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> if, if you win, you get in for a week. And if oh. anyone, those of you that know Josh McDonald's he is, I mean all in all the time. What are we doing? All, you know, that's a terrible idea. What time? You know, he's all in. He lost because what he didn't know was that these folks at Property Solutions at the time were, you know, they know these names like the back of their hand. And um, they took his Facebook and they, for a week, had marketing. It's a great, I mean, the photos are fantastic. For a week, had marketing. Uh, Photoshop, his face on other images like uh, um, the president of uh, Putin going through the horse without the shirt on through the water with Josh's face on it. Josh with a Christmas sweater holding a bunch of kittens. Josh as a turkey at Thanksgiving every day. And I remember Josh saying to me, that's who I want to do business (laughs) with. that's who I wanna do business with. That's It's different, it's fun, it uh, resonates with who I am. And and they took time to get to know me and knew that I would think this was the best thing ever. I remember I remember everybody, every morning we were all, you know, getting on Facebook to see what the picture was. And it, I mean, it just, it, they probably would have never done that to say, my friend Jennifer Sachokis or somebody like that, they did something else, but they took that time to get to know the customer and um, we still, as I would put our team, be it sales, service, uh, leadership up against anybody and knowing the importance of getting to know the customer before you try to sell them anything.
0: Yeah. Uh, it,
1: yeah. It's it, a great story.
0: Oh, my goodness. And I, I mean, there, there are probably a hundred other stories similar to that, right? And, or yeah. thousands at this point. And it's, that's the thing that just over the I know that name because I associate it with all this incredible fun that seems yeah. to happen there. So I, I am deeply curious, is that born out of just some sort of collaboration or is there somebody in that organization that is just like this idea genius that just no, pumps them out?
1: Say, you know, we again, we've had we've had a lot of changes in, uh, you know, up and down of the organization. But at the core of it is entrepreneurship. Yeah. and. yeah. Uh, and, in not just youth and age, but youth and thought, like the, really, we don't look at things and go, oh, that's impossible. We'll never be able to do it. That seems crazy. We look at it and go, why not? Let's do it. We're not afraid to fail. Yeah. We're, and, and we, uh, um, you know, we, we love to take ownership when something isn't like it should be. And we all get real, um, invested in what is going on with the customer, um, and I think, you know, we recently had about a year and a half ago, we changed our company values, which had been since the original um, days of um, property solutions and things ebb and flow and things change. And at some point you look back and go, is that really who we still are? And that's sure. a real, it's, and why of people go, but we can't change that. We can't do that. You have to, if you don't, you stay the same. So that's right. We've 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 reworked the values that we um, do business around with each other and with our customers to make sure that they resonate with where we are at the moment, right? And um, I think that's also something that I was envious of before I became, uh, when I was a customer, I was like always comparing what I had at my previous, we should do it like Entrada does or Property Solutions at the time, you know, uh and, and and you can't put magic you can't reinvent magic in a bottle and buy it right it just is something no. that is it's in the walls it's in the fabric of the customer and we we like i said we recently had our 20th anniversary and we uh just they had this video of people that have been around since almost the beginning and they all were like you know give it in one word what was it like when we started and describe it they're like scrappy you know like, you know, like four, four people in a four guys in a hotel room two of them sleep on <laughs> their floor right like because it's startup mode right? and they were telling all these stories about you know everybody like working all day and all night and then like sort of crying in the corner for 30 minutes going home and coming back and doing it again like how, I how, my mom. exactly what are we doing this is crazy yeah so i you know while I got to experience some of that as a customer. It really was a thrill to join them, to join the team four years ago.
0: Oh, wow. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that. That's a little bit of behind the scenes, but it's so wonderful. Um, okay. So switching back, let's get back to the right-hand side of the street. Um, technology, it's a technology, uh, company, certainly first and foremost, but, um, or maybe it's culture first, then it's a technology company. Um, I have to believe there are scenarios where you have human intuition that trumps the technology. So in other words, Hey, just because we can, doesn't mean we should. Are there any right. moments like that where you go? Yeah, guys, I get it. You, we could do yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but let's not do
1: yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I, I feel that way a lot. And I don't, I, my job is to to share and notify and alert and contribute <laughs> But, you know, it's like in anything in life, just because you say it doesn't mean anybody's going to do anything with it. And I respect that. Right. I don't take everybody's advice either um, in my life. But, yeah, I think it's what I think is interesting that what I see happening is not just us, but I see others in the space like um, other property management uh, operating systems or the ILSs or all these businesses, all these companies. It's because. Like I said, we want things to be sticky. We want our customer to be able to hold on to that resident. You and I know that there's tremendous value in them staying. Uh, it's called vacancy True. loss, people, because it's lost. God. You know, you, can't, you can't get it back, right? right. You can't make the money back. Right. So that is a huge step, a huge step forward. But I, I feel like all this talk about the resident is really tricky because we don't have a resident you know, it's your resident. Right. Right. So I want to make sure. So I that's a constant reminder that I give to a lot of folks. So I'm like, yes, we can talk about the resident experience all day long. Come on, please. We have to. It's very important. But what is the customer's resident experience? What do they want? What is, our, is B2B, B2C? What is the business we're selling to want? Because I can carry guarantee guarantee and you know this better than anybody. It's not the same. Can line up companies in Atlanta and one's going, we really care and we'll do whatever to keep them and we want them to stay and be happy and we care about ratings and reviews and surveys and reputation management. Then you go two buildings down to like, listen, (laughs) this is we're a merchant builder, we gotta lease this sucker up and get rid of it and go on to the next one. Where the chips fall is where the chips fall, but we gotta get heads on beds, get money in the bank. And everybody has a different end goal. So it's important that we speak their language or we we do a really good job. ourselves and sales engineer team and senior leadership do an excellent job at discovery. So they can say, listen, this is about having something that you can customize to your need and not something that's off the shelf that you're like, you're gonna do it this way because this is how it's done. We're like, you know, you don't. We it it is the most exciting thing to me when we find folks that are looking at it differently, you know, that are going, why do we have to have one person per hundred units? And mm. why do we have one customer that's eliminated on call? More like, yeah. you know, more or less 90% just like, hate it. So what can we do to get rid of it? But I can give you a list of people that would go, we have to have that. We've always had that, you know? Oh, yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating time to be in um, the apartment industry.
0: We will get back to our interview with Virginia Love in just one second. First, leasing teams can spend upwards of six hours every week sending welcome letters, following up, collecting documents, and yet residents still show up on move-in day unprepared. Move-in day sets the tone for your entire relationship with that resident. Getting it right matters. According to Kingsley, residents happy with their move-in experience are 59% more likely to renew their lease. Move-ins matter. Jenna Miller, the Senior Director of Marketing and Consumer Experience at Pizzuto says, Updater has been instrumental in helping them remove friction from the move-in process. They rely on Updater to save leasing teams valuable time and create a consistent and branded move-in experience across their entire portfolio. To see Updater in action, visit go.updater.com forward slash Mike. And as a thank you to my listeners, Updater is offering a special gift when you book a demo. Move-ins matter. Get them right with Updater. That's go.updater.com forward slash mike. I, I'm interested in, along those lines, the, the discovery process. Um I my imagination tells me that you serve as the conduit between, you know, engineers and technologists and the site. Sales and-
1: marketing product, yes. In the industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Is there is there a part of that discovery phase where you actually take your, your engineers and your design teams out and sit them in or on a property? spend a day in the life of i'm just this is more curious yeah,
1: but we've had some scenarios like that we're lucky that we have some really great clients near our office in, in, in Lehigh. Sure. and we've had folks that have gone with customers that we've been working on some really deep interesting projects that they like send them out to the property and let them be there for three days and watch it um we do a lot of hey I, you know. I need 10 people for UX needs 10 people to get on the phone and talk about XYZ or or uh, we have this great UX lab where, Everybody thinks that, you know, while they're sitting there looking at things online, they all think that we're tracking, we're looking to see where you're clicking, when in fact the system's watching your eyes and where you're looking, right? Like things say, oh, I clicked at the button on the top left. Well, your eyes were on the bottom right, you know, like, so we can look at that information. So uh, well, we would love to have a lot more of that. We would love it. Time, resources, manpower. But I will say this, we've had a couple of folks from our um customer success management team that will go out on site and, uh, call on customers. we love to go out and see them on the site level, the end user. Um, that is, you know, that is who I believe we serve the most. Um, and they'll come back and they all say the same thing. They're like, absolutely not. No. How do they do that? You know? And I remember even back in my former life years ago, when I worked for a privately held company in Atlanta, uh, 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 watermark um we had a controller um his name was peter we called him the bean counter because he was the controller (laughs) and he would get mad about petty cash about somebody's petty cash being like a dollar and 29 cents off and now we need to write them up because they've stolen money i'm like how much oh my god And it'd be like three bucks dollar 79 whatever it is (laughs) you know my friend maria Dore like taking a 20 out of her purse and hand it go and say okay they're ahead now it's like you know Get over yourself. Go out on site. And I remember she told me, take Peter out on site. And we lasted about 45 minutes on a, on a, on a, on the fourth, you know what I mean? Of rent week. And he was like, yeah, yeah I'll never like, he just, they have no idea. And, no. Um, and so I do the every other week for Entrada, I do the new hire call and I give everybody a kind of a quick 45 minute, Here's, here's the different types of pro- properties. Here's the different types of customers that we have. Here's some resources in the industry. And um, it, I, every time I say the same thing, I say, like, if you want to hear, you, I can't tell you here, but we, if you see me somewhere in the office and you want to, you tell me what story you want. Do you want to be completely grossed out? Do you want to be horrified? <laughs> do you want to be embarrassed? I've got them all. You do too. Like, I've got them all. Right. So I so, so, love that uh, we've been trying to figure out a way that we can inform our group in India better about what it is that who it is that we build for. Because this is not how apartments are handled in India. And we have a new office in Amsterdam. And while it's similar, oh. uh, renting in Europe is not ideal. Right. People buy homes, yeah. they get off college, they travel for a while, they come home, they purchase so we're always right. trying to go, you know, what we know in the U.S. as uh, as being as being in that industry, and what our associates outside of the United States they have a different experience with it. So we're we, we're constantly working and trying to figure out how to get everybody on the same page.
0: Oh, I. I- <laughs> I can't even imagine <laughs> I, I have have to be
1: horrified. Yeah. I've got them. I've got those stories. Yeah.
0: yeah you and me both. Uh, some of that, I've tried to like pack way back here. Forget about well,
1: it. It's <laughs> like, you know, I was talking about this the other day. It's like you go to dinner with your friends and your family and look, how was your day? And I remember sitting around tables and my friends were, you know, <laughs> doctors and accountants worked in radio sales. And they would be telling me get to me and I'd be like, Oh, well this happened. They're like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like, and, and I was the one, you know, this getting paid the least at the time. Right, right. <laughs> but they're He's like, tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> they're like, you're making this up. This is this is right. my life, and I'm like, oh, that's not even the worst of them. I mean, right. you need, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Oh,
0: you if know, you live I, I we've all live
1: there. That's where crap happens. Where you live, right? People live where we work. Where we that... have. That's, that's
0: exactly right. I know we've all said this. Somebody, somebody someday is going to curate all these stories and put them in a book or an online book. And it's going to be, or a blog, it's going to be famous. It, it literally will, because there are so many stories that.
1: I'm going to tell like, you, I'm here for it. I, I mean, I, I think one of the best <laughs> ways that we learn is by what goes wrong and not what goes right, you know, and where you are able mm-hmm. to Walk in when I used to do a lot of training, um, how to lease an apartment, and you'd send people out to uh, shop the market. I'd be like, I don't want you to pay attention to what they do well. Pay attention to what they don't do well and do right. the opposite. You know, so uh, you know, right. I when they didn't acknowledge me when I walked in the office, that kind of felt bad. Okay, well, then don't do that, right? right. So uh, I, I, I think that is definitely... Um, one of our superpowers as an industry is that we are—we it all makes us really good customers, right?
0: I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. Speaking of superpowers, what do you think, or, or let's say, keep this superpower idea out here. What what are some of the biggest challenges that you see for for property managers or property management companies these days? I mean, you're collecting information, I imagine, like a fire that's just coming yeah. in. <laughs> And there are themes in that. And, and I'm just wondering, from your perspective, what do you see as the biggest challenges for property managers or companies today?
1: It's easy, people, easy. Whether it mm-hmm. is labor issues with the fact that they're not able to hire. There, were, there was some staggering statistic, like 62% of the site level team switched, turned over over the past three years during the pandemic. Because um, those ones that That's didn't right. get to sit at home, you know, with their dog at their feet, drinking coffee in their yoga pants were mad. And, or they said, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I, and then there's this other part of our industry that we're not really great at talking about our industry. We all know it. Mm-hmm. We all know what how That's great right. it is and what, uh, what value that we bring and um, how much fun we all are. But, you know, there's not really – I give – a to, to be honest, with you, I give apartments.com a ton of credit, as much credit as I can, because with that that campaign with Go, John, um, Jeff Goldblum makes renting good for yep. everybody and during the Super Bowl <laughs> on TV. I mean, who else is given that kind of money <laughs> to talk about renting? Nobody, nobody. Right, um, right. Others have done some, but nobody has gone to that extent. Um, I, I think that the people thing is for me about. Uh, not just having the right number of people or, you know, bodies in the office, office. Uh, this is a problem that we can solve. You hit on it earlier. Uh, it doesn't pay. The pay scale should be better for their responsibility. Where else is someone over a at Waterton? We had one deal presidential towers in downtown Chicago. You'll know it as a Chicago person uh, that was, that was for over $500 million. And we put an additional $55 million into the deal. Um who in their lifetime is going to ever have that type of responsibility? So when folks say, I'm just a leasing consultant, it breaks my heart. And yeah. I say, you know, oh, I'm just a leasing consultant. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're in charge of sales and marketing for a multi-million dollar asset. You tell all your friends right. that do other things to, you know, you're, you're, dry, and, and who owns your property? Is it a retirement teacher's fund? You're responsible for right. 40,000 teachers in the state of Ohio or, you know, what is behind it? And I don't think that we as an industry teach that enough. They don't, I, I speak all over the country. And I usually ask that when I'm walking around and say, Hey, what do you do? I'm just a lease consultant. I'm just a lease consultant. And then I'll say, you know, tell me how much do you think your property's worth? And it'll be some gorgeous new construction, you know, in the middle of downtown Houston. And they'll say probably like $10 million, like $10 million. Probably like Hundred and fifty million dollars. Right. We, in the industry, we owe it to our people to elevate them and expl- it, it let them know they not only their what they you know not what they bring to the table, but their worth, not That's just how fair. much work they're doing, but how much how much they do for what value they bring to the property and to the company. Um, a, technology is great. Trust me, I love it. There's things that I, I'm looking at now that we're working on that are just We're working on a long-term project right now with a group that, you know, we're thinking way outside the box and I love that stuff. But when everything comes back, somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to manage it. Somebody's chat GPT is fantastic. AI is the best, all the centralization or centralizing inputs, whatever. Great. But somebody has to be on the backside watching it, changing it editing it, making sure it's being executed. It's not, you know, we're, we have to, we have to find, uh, we have to, we have to find the right people, edge, you know, edge, get them trained and uh, retain them in the industry. So we all can have a, you know, a a plan beyond you, me, and, you know, everybody else watching this in 15 years, it'll be a whole new group fingers crossed.
0: That's right. That's
1: right. People is what the most important part.
0: I, I believe that it it's, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think technology to your point is awesome. It's the, it's the shiny thing that everybody wants to, to pay attention to and play with. But at the end of the day, it's, it's really you and me, and I know we're sitting yeah. virtually, but being able to look each other in the eye without yeah. a bunch of distraction and have a relationship and yeah. maybe that produces business, maybe it produces, you know, a testimony for you and I to tell to somebody else at some point in time, that's helpful to them, but it's that that's that's where it's really at is is relationship.
1: I mean, the funny thing about this business is and and you see it like i was mentioning earlier the other trends like mold and bed bugs and it's kind of stuff. oh my god what's the new thing what's the new thing like you said something shiny is that but there's no magic bullet the magic bullet is the people cuz and i was that's explaining right. to one of our groups recently about the 4 Ps and they're like oh so okay so price i'm like no 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 price is last the reason why price is last is because you know, it's people, product, promotion, price, because the right people know that the product has to be ready and clean and marketable. Mm-hmm. And then the promotions have to be in place and tracked and nurtured. And then you price it. Nothing breaks my little property management black heart <laughs> <laughs> more than having to give away rent because the property looks like crap, right? Nothing. Right. And I've right. done it. You've done it. I have gone, uh, Let's just throw the rents underneath the bus let's just get let's get people in there then we'll figure it out but we are, we know we're losing great right. um but what's really interesting about that is there's very little surprises in that department in this business very rarely in my 30 almost 33 years have 10 apartments come empty overnight that i didn't know about right like right 20. you know we do have a crystal ball there is a occupancy we do require where people are contractually obligated we do take notices. So you you have to be very, very, um, you know, look at, you have to have a team that's willing to look at everything every day and be able to make decisions that are smart in the moment and not wait for things to, you know, turn completely south. Um, but that goes yeah. back to people too.
0: That's right. I, I want to stick with this theme, although I want to switch gears a little bit. So our, our mission at Multifamily Collective is to tease out human potential in the multifamily space. And so I, I think your. Personal story as it relates, because you have a a diverse experience, and I think a lot of times people see failure as uh, a definition of me, rather Mm. than "Hey, I learned something I can carry forward." I'm just interested. Do you have a a story about, let's call it failure for sake of conversation, but something that you didn't come Um, out the way you wanted it to, and and you've uh, yeah, yeah, right, exactly, and but something you've employed in your life that made you a better person. How much
1: time do we have about the? Listen, let me say that I know more about things that didn't go right more than things. uh, Yeah, things that have gone wrong more than things that go right. Uh, uh, I I mean, that is something that I kind of live and breathe by. I'm not a big, I haven't, I didn't grow up being a big risk taker. I grew up being very um, cautious. My sister was the one jumping off the high dive, you know, Katie barred the door and I was like, oh, that doesn't look safe. You know, I'm still have a little bit of that in me. (laughs) But um, years ago, I was told not to do something, not to. do, And I worked for a company, which is now Camden. But at the time there were something and they had a defiance award. That's really tempting. Oh, a defiance award. I like that. I, I really, God, I kind of want my name attached to the defiance award, right? Like anybody can win best NOI or highest occupancy or best looking model, but who's going to win? They told me not to do it. And I did it anyway. It made it work out. Um, So this is a two part situation where the first one I tried, it did not work out. And I was told to do it and I did it anyway. And it didn't work out and it resulted in a a little bit of a hiccup. Um, But you were in a safe space. We used to call summit, not so much a company. as It was kind of a cult. Now that we all look back, we're like, you know, that was a really interesting way to do business, but you were, you had, you had a fence. I knew my fence. If you were my boss, I knew your fence and I knew your boss's fence and your boss's boss's fence. So I knew how far out I could go before I was at risk. So I went Uh, as far as I could go. Right. And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, that didn't work out, but I can fix it. And, um, yeah, uh, I remember the days back in the days after Summit, when I did work for Greg Loznack at Waterton, I used to call him, like, okay, something's gone on. He goes, Can you fix it? And I'm like, Well, yeah, I can, but I need to, you don't have to tell me, just fix it. Right. Like, he's like, Why are we going to just go, if you can fix it, go fix it? So I look back, and that situation was about occupancy and rents and how we were capturing the leads. This is back way before the internet. And <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, so. We took a risk, we rolled the dice, it did not pay. Um, fast forward a couple of months later, yeah, I'd already got my hand slapped once. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't that bad. So <laughs> again. I'm going to do it again. I did it again and it paid. It paid. The same again. thing.
0: You did the same thing again.
1: Same thing. <laughs> same thing. So it was a property in Atlanta on Glenridge Drive. It's called Carriages or something now. I can't remember the name of Charleston. Anyway, whatever. It was called Summit Glen at the time. And we had all these three bedrooms that were over the pool. And we had no parking, none. Like, where's my friends going to park? And we would literally say, you're not going to have any friends that come (laughs) you have to to make new friends i mean it was just like you got to own it right at some point you go oh well there's two extra spaces and they're in the back of the property and hopefully fingers crossed, your people get it i mean like before uber no cabs in atlanta still aren't any cabs in atlanta so you just would say you know like you're gonna make you're gonna make new friends so we really leaned into the pool and the fact that we had some really good looking single people at the property it was like those oh, are okay. okay. Melrose Place. It was Melrose Place. And so I had, <laughs> we had wagered a, a leasing bet on it. It didn't go as well. Like I said, the first time, a, com- a couple of months later we were getting into the summer leasing season. And I'm like, you know what? I think it was timing. Now I have pools. I have good looking <laughs> folks, fun folks, loud <laughs> music. Uh, and I moved everything <clears throat> property everything like you know like you at the front you're filling out the guest card then you take let's go take the tour I was like forget it I don't want anybody in the front put everything in the back take them all take them out to the pool and fill out the guest card take them out to the pool unlock them the vacants nobody has to go get a key that this is you know we had just got rid of master keys everybody go everything and we would and they would literally be sitting there oh and tell me about do you have a pet Mike do you have a pet now uh-huh yeah is that one available I mean like they were in they were in so i learned uh, that was not the only time i failed way but uh i learned in that when i was like okay you got to have more pros than cons you don't have to have all pros mm-hmm. but your pros have to outweigh your cons and i and at the time i thought i could overcome the more significant cons for the for the lack of pros but well, all it took for that idea to work, uh, and we did other ones where we would put people in models and pretend like they were they lived there and just send Hello. you a <laughs> guest card and have you knock on the door and a guy's there going, hey, welcome. I've got the game on. You want a piece of pizza? I love living here. I mean, we did all kind of crazy. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> that is actually really a good idea for now. I mean, like, you got to stand yeah, out. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely, you can't. I mean, come on. Nobody wants to see an. Nobody wants to show an apartment at four o'clock in the afternoon. You've looked at it a thousand times when you're leasing. But right. well, I did win the defiance award. I did, and I was. <laughs> I mean, I wore that like a crown. <laughs> they also had a thing called a Sophie, a summit opportunity for improvement. I love this, it's where if you found say something that one more time. It was called a SOFI, a Summit Opportunity for Improvement, where if you okay. found something that would improve the processes on the site, you would submit it. And one of the ones that I submitted was back in the day, we we had service requests. Remember, they were in triplicate. Maybe you don't remember. Yeah. You filled them out and you left the yellow one for this person and the pink one over here and they left this one in the right. office and took this one to the resident. And... <laughs> We were trying to drive, get additional income, and we kept on seeing people, this is going to ring true, you know, people with pets in the office that didn't pay for a pet, you know, those folks. Oh, yep. And so we, I added, I was like, I want to, we had our service team add a little square that say it was a pet in the leasing office. I mean, it was the pet in the apartment when you did the service request. Yes. Yeah. so what kind, circle cat or dog, or whatever, bird, whatever. <laughs> And we started tracking that. And as I would go in, I was assistant manager, and I would go in and, you know, settle up the service request. At the end of the day, I would check and say, huh, Mike doesn't have a pet. (laughs) So then I'd send them this super cute letter congratulating them on their new fur baby and say, give me your money. Right? Um, And so We added it to the service request. (laughs) So... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love it that.
1: Definitely Friday afternoon. I've got a thousand of those stories. But no. <laughs> yeah. But that you know, I thought that was great. <laughs> I love you have a company that celebrated you, A thinking outside the box in a big way, and B yeah, what what uh, you know this. You go out on the site and you're like, Yeah, I do not understand why it does that way. I'm like, I don't either. They they have they are they have all the good ideas out on the That's site. That's right. Yeah, because they're doing the job. So
0: yeah. That's why right.
1: We, why do we all think that we can solve for them? What, what do you need? What, it, uh, I worked. I had the honor of working with Sherry Freitas, who's at Rangewater, still one, a, a really good friend of mine, a great client of ours. And she used to ask everybody as when we'd go visit properties. She goes, what do you need? If I gave you a blank check, what would you buy? Yeah, she asked everybody yeah. that question. What, what do you need? I need an, an additional porter or... I ne- we need a new computer for the maintenance team. You know, should, if you get a blank check, what do you need? They never asked for, you know, we we need another building with oh. a better fitness center. It was always like, <laughs> right. you know, like they they know what they need to drive business.
0: That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. Well, I, I want to end cap our time together with sort of still playing in this theme a little bit. Um, those are fantastic stories, by the way. <laughs> I, I I assume we could talk for like three more hours and share stories. It would be fantastic. Easy. But
1: for the dinner reservation at seven, so you just. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> oh, okay. We won't make you late for that. Um, yeah. And and the the Cubs are losing drastically oh, right hey, now. So.
1: It. I'm watching it like crazy. I'm, oh, I'm, I knew it! I knew it! Just the score, not the game. Just the score. <laughs> me on Top of the seventh. I can, I, we can probably shut this one down, but anyway.
0: It's yeah. terrible. I'm really <laughs> sad right now. Um, okay. So young professionals in the industry, you, you talked a little bit about that early on in our conversation about, you know, youth in your company, youth in your student housing, the student mm-hmm. housing portion, like 900,000 of them. Um, if you were giving said 900,000 plus the several let's say hundred people in your organization, if you were giving them advice today, especially those that are aspiring to grow in the property management industry into leadership roles and roles of influence and responsibility, what piece of advice would you give to them?
1: Uh, say yes, <clears throat> yes a lot, say yes a lot. Can you go to Cincinnati in the dead of winter and fill in for a manager for a week? That, absolutely, I can't. Like, make yourself as indispensable as possible. Not only in that. in uh, physically being there, but also in ideas and uh, you know, do the stuff that other people don't want to do. You know, yeah. some people I don't want to work the weekends. I don't want to do this. I I think the best the best thing, the two best things I ever did for my career is saying yes a lot. I did. Stints in Boston after 9 11. That you, we, yeah, I remember Greg Lozenac. I'd just taken a job with ING Clarion. He goes, You need to go to Boston. I'm like, When? He goes, Tomorrow. I said, Okay, so just for the week, he's like, No, you need to be there at least a month. A month. I just started the job and I was like, Okay, I trust him. I still trust him. I trusted him. And he knew that, that who was on that team and that property in the middle of, you know, Cambridge, uh, with a lot of folks that fled because they were from the middle east going to harvard and mit that we got to have some people we have to you're going to learn here's how you're going to learn how we do businesses you're going to go out there and and live amongst it or cincinnati in the dead of winter was another one that i had so i said yes a lot um the other smartest thing i've done for my career was get active in the apartment association and i did that Mm. early um in atlanta we used to say before you do anything, you have to be on membership committee. It's kind of like where you <laughs> cut your teeth, right? And I didn't, and I didn't know what the apartment association did on a local, state, or national level, or something like NMHC or IRM. Um, mm-hmm. But when when I explain to folks, or if I like on that new hire call that I do with Entrada, and I give them resources like. NMHC's website or NAA's website and things like that. They're like, are you kidding me? Like NAA has this great website that generates how much, uh, how many, how how many jobs, how much taxes, property taxes, the industry is paying by county, by state. Um, uh, We are NAA.org and it's a great tool for the site teams to be able to go and understand the, the gravity of what it is that they do. Um, but yeah, that I that would have never known. And it progressed my career, not only within companies, but, you know, outside. I Luckily, I got to be chairperson of the association. I was on the board and chaired it in 2011 and chaired Georgia in 2018. And um, it's still something I'm, I never saw for myself. I wanted to be on the board. And when they called and told me I was going up the ranks, because you got like four years to prepare, I was like, oh, that's hysterical. And they're like, no. I was like... It's the first and probably only marketing person that has ever done that job in Atlanta. Uh, Uh, But the folks that participate in the apartment associations across the country or NMHC or IRM across the country at whatever level, those are the folks that are invested in this industry. They are, you're constantly representing your company, the industry, you have an opportunity to teach, train, mentor, um, be a reference, be a resource, and um it and it was that was those two things i said yes to that so i guess you could tie the two together but yeah i mean <laughs> just don't don't limit yourself think big i mean i look at people like you know kate good who is someone i've known yeah. my whole career she's building property she's like i always wanted to do it and didn't figure out how i could do it look at me doing it and i'm that's right could not be prouder of her um but she you know she saw was she she stuck to her, you know, to her end goal. But yeah, say so yes. You never you never know. You might find out something that you didn't know that you really like to do.
0: That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. I, I love those two pieces of advice. And, and I think, yes, if you're a youngster, I'm allowed to say that because I have a gray beard now, a yeah. youngster in this industry, listen to that advice because it, it will serve you well Um, and and do the reps, you know, go go in and yes. do the work. Uh, that's, that's right. The,
1: like I always think it's funny because I remember back in my old life is that people like I've been leasing apartments for six months. I'm ready to be an assistant. I'm like, Oh, you're adorable. Mm, was,
0: yes, <laughs> that's right.
1: You know, but, but then there were other people that we promoted within two months of being hired because they said yes, because they were indispensable, because right. they, you know, I've had, i worked with folks that had, say things like, you know, no one's trained me. I was like, what have you done for yourself? Have you read anything? Have right. you get on, you know, listen to a bunch of podcasts or watch a bunch of things on YouTube or you're responsible for your own success. So, you know, figure that's it out.
0: Exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Virginia, it, it has been an absolute pleasure. I can't wait to meet you in person, give you a big hug, You're right shake down your the hand, road. whatever. You're you.
1: Right down the road, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're going to be in the in the world is going to hate us for it, but it is. Yeah. But it is we're we're going to get together, and I'm going to uh, remind <laughs> you that on this day at four o three, on the fourth. Oh of- no. The Cubs are behind the Atlanta Braves eight to nothing. So.
0: Oh, oh <laughs> dagger to the heart. To the heart.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not- Thank you so much for having me and letting me share uh, some, some information with your listeners. I'm a big fan of what it is that you do. And I was watching a couple of them um, this week in preparation, like Mike Walling and, and who I love and adore and some different folks. And so, uh, it's such such a great program, and I, I'm, it's my honor to be a part of it.
0: Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that, and I, I receive that. I, uh, it's it's a labor of love. So, uh, thank you so much for investing time, and uh, for everyone else, we'll see you next time on uh, Collective Conversations.